Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Pod Swoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. Welcome. To WrestleMania Pickums, welcome to NXT Pickums, welcome to our sixth anniversary show, and welcome to a personal test for your host, Mullet. Uh, we'll get into that in a second, but first let's introduce the other four wonderful sons of bitches that have been doing this with me for the past six years as we celebrate our yearly anniversary. First, I believe he's just in Nashville, Tennessee right now. It's Widden. Yeah, I'm back at home in Nashville. Guys... You won't believe this. I have breaking news about WrestleMania. It has been confirmed that WrestleMania is, in fact, a mania. Sources close to me say <laughs> that this is because there is a mania at the end of it. And I, and I believe those sources also can confirm that you will hear that sung by the end of the show. Yeah, you will. Speaking of singing, in New York City is Tope. I feel like uh, we got our six seasons in. It's time for the fucking Poswoggle movie, man. <laughs> oh. Man, what the fuck would our movie be about? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the sunny porn? Because it's pretty close. <laughs> dude, dude, we're all going to... Hopefully, we're all going to Mania next year. Let's do like a like a wrestling road diary or something. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Let's do that. <laughs> first, first off, hopefully? Just, what's this hope shit? We are it's, going. Yeah, we're doing it all. Everything. Oh, we're, we're doing my, every last little fucking bit. My heart just grew two sizes right now. This is Let great. that also be a message to everybody that's listening as well. Go to WrestleMania next year. Go. Yeah, it's it's going to be the party. It's going to be the possible and, coming out party. And we'll probably, if there's enough people, we'll do a live show. Yeah, and by that I mean we're all going to reveal that we're gay next year. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> sorry, Brittany. Yeah, it's all right. I think, Meanwhile, I think everyone else rolls their eyes and goes, yeah, and? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he's already talked a bunch, and Chicago is rich. Six years, six seasons, and uh, arguably, we didn't hatch the egg before the New Day did. <laughs> no, no, we didn't. Nope, we, we beat it. We, we haven't yet, but don't worry. We'll do it sometime in this show. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get there in that match. And finally, uh, in Miami, back after a very long uh, hiatus, hiatus. Augie. Yeah, I I have no opening comments. I just miss you fuckers. Let's move it. Let's get on with the show. I was like, oh, good. So you're not going to contribute after so many weeks away. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just, I'm sorry. Uh, owning a business ain't no fucking joke, huh? You're good, oh, man. You're good. I'm shit. So it's it's a very action packed. You'll probably see at the timestamp of this podcast. You know, it, it's going to be a long, longest show. We're going to try to whip through everything as much as possible. Uh, your host Mullet here. If you remember last week, I had kidney stone surgery yesterday, uh, which went very, very well until today happened, and um, that I couldn't piss for like ten hours. 
and uh, had to go to the doctor. So I'm here. Uh, I'm convalescing. I made the reference earlier to Tope. Um, Jim Ross at the Great American Bash 1991, who legitimately was passing kidney stones throughout the show. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to do this. We're going to march on because that's what this show means to me. Hey, I've already sat in this chair and commented 11 hours of video game wrestling on Saturday. What's what's having kidney stone pain and talking to my four best friends about wrestling? It's nothing. Let's get do. Let's do this. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry the King Lawler still went up to you. What? <laughs> hey, you know what? That son of a bitch is... Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple a couple things we have to discuss being our six-year anniversary. First and foremost, as I just mentioned, last Saturday was March Madness, and I cannot uh, say enough how much of a rousing success that it was. Thank you to the almost 1,400 people that submitted brackets for March of Madness. Uh, an absolutely unbelievable turnout that I, I still can't get my head around. But um, beyond that also, we had pretty much from the first hour on 150 to 175 people hanging out with us on Twitch the entire day. Uh, cannot thank old fans and new fans alike for hanging out for what was absolutely the best March of Madness ever in terms of quality and in terms of fun and in terms of insanity. Uh, did anybody hang out the entire time? A lot of people did. Wow. A lot of, a lot of our no. usuals. I, I, I'm going to give them a shout-out on the show specifically, and we're going to try to do something special for them. But our good friend Tyler Barr... Um, I said that right? I actually want to say it right this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rich had to jump off a few times, and I was, of course, was running the thing, so he helped us moderate Twitch, kicking motherfuckers off and doing all kinds of stuff. He was on the entire day, cannot thank him enough for his hard work and his assistance on Saturday. Uh, we had people that had never even seen or heard of Podswoggle before that were on the entire day from Squared Circle, just hanging out with us, watching it. I know probably have a lot of new fans on the show, so uh, A, let's not fuck this up, guys, and B, welcome to Podswoggle. Uh, the Potswoggle family. Yeah, we had a consistent... Once John Cena and Johnny Gargano stole the show, and then once Finn Balor and Pentagon Jr. continued to steal the show, we had at least 100 people the entire rest of the day, if not 150 to 200. So it, it was a fantastic day. Congratulations are in order to your 2016 March of Madness champion. For the second time, John Cena. We said he was going to do it, and he did it. So that means congratulations are in order... Uh, to your new Swoggle Squad champion. He had the best bracket by far because he had three of the four final fours and the only one to pick the winner, Augie, is the new Swoggle Squad champion. <coughs> All skill and clearly I've done my research. <laughs> no, no, you just picked John Cena every fucking year until it happened again. <laughs> After every matchup, I was like, who's going to be John Cena in this game? Oh, yeah, nobody. Okay. Uh, so, of course, Augie Swoggle Squad Champion. He has four powers until the next tournament. Don't have an exact date on that. That'll probably be the last week of April. Um, so it'll be Augie's. Uh, Augie will have John Cena and two other people. Rich will have his uh, Potswoggle Invitational Tournament Champion, Zack Sabre Jr. in the tournament, as well as one additional selection. Widden and Tope and I will each have one. The theme is going to be Extreme Rules. So regular matches, but just Extreme Rules. Be thinking about your uh, participant for whenever we record next, fellas. Yeah. So, like, as Molly pointed out, I get four powers, and even though it's like a month and a half worth of shows, that probably equals about two shows for me. Right. So. Yeah, so do, yeah, do whatever you, I, I told you, whatever you need to do, 
you know, do it when you can't. Yeah. Uh, and, as per customary, five years ago on the show, Tope came up with our name, the Swaggle Squad, and broke down who was who. And every year since, I've come up with a new five-person stable that we could be, which people were, like, giving us suggestions for via email and Twitter. And I was like, nah, I got this. I have an entire list on my phone. Fellas, just like last year, I'm not using WWE or TNA. I'm going old school with this one. I'm going with WCW. Of course, the five of us, we're the West Texas Rednecks. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I'm never going to run out, Tope. Go on. I am your leader. Even though I don't think rap is crap, you know, I, I am your leader, Kurt Henning. Rich and Whitney are the closest ones that would actually look like brothers, so uh, pick which one wants to be Kendall and which one wants to be Barry Wyndham. Fuck you, that's me and Augie, if anything. Augie and I have legitimately been confused as brothers. No, because Augie has to quietly die like Bobby Duncan Jr. jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if anyone was, like, going to quietly die, it'd be Augie. Am I going to be offended after I research this? No, he's just, he, he's the only one that's dead. <laughs> You're the oldest. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll be I'll be Kendall. All right, you get to be Barry Windham, Rich, okay? Fine. And mm-hmm. Tope, I, I feel bad doing this. And also, we kind of covered it on a recent podcast. I don't know if this counts as being black, but Tope, you are Curly Bill slash Virgil. I know who I was. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's so bad. Be- well, I guess it kind of fits because they thought rap was crap. You host RJ hates rap, and he was just trying to awkwardly fit in, and that's that's you trying to awkwardly fit in with those four weird sons of bitches. <laughs> okay, <laughs> calling me not weird is fucking weird. Hey, you have never talked about footing, putting, footing puts and pussies. <laughs> so there's that. But we have much bigger things to attend to. So let's get into it. Yeah, let's stop pussyfooting around. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we have three different pickums to go into today. Because <sighs> it's WrestleMania weekend. It doesn't feel like it. It really doesn't. Well, I mean, because Tope hasn't been watching wrestling in, for the past few weeks. Augie has been watching wrestling for the past six years. And, Wynn, I know you've been busy. Have you, have you caught up? I, I watched uh, I watched Monday Night's Raw, so I am caught up. I've watched the past couple weeks. Rich? Yeah, I've been keeping up the most out of anybody. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's why you're next to last. That's why you're two points ahead of Augie and Pickums this season. I hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we kind of misspoke. Pickums for us are not going to be over with Mania because we have NXT first, so anything can still happen. Tope's got 42. I have 38, Witness 36, Rich is 33, Augie is 31. Totally forgot to mention through all that March of Madness talk uh, that, Rich, you did get last place, so you will yep. have to watch Sun- uh, Sunny Side Up. Oh, thank yep. you. Oh, yeah. Just wanted to make sure that was clear. Uh, that being said, let's start with NXT TakeOver Dallas Pickums. Uh, we'll try to whip through these as quick as possible uh, so we can get to... WrestleMania, the real meat and potatoes of the podcast. Bottom of the top, just officially announced, uh, even though people knew it was been happening for weeks, Apollo Crews versus the Drifter, Elias Sampson. We will start with Rich. I know it's bad to wish injury upon people, but I really hope Apollo Crews breaks Elias Sampson's neck. (laughs) I really, 
I really hope that Elias Sampson gets in like the worst one car crash in the history of one car crash. <laughs> I hope Elias Sampson gets fucked up by an armadillo. <laughs> uh, I got Apollo Cruz for five because good God, does he fucking need it? Yeah, I'm a little worried about Apollo. Um, not, I mean, he's going to be fine. It just, I feel like everybody that's come on board, you know, with the hype, you know, of of the indies like him, kind of a, a, around this time, like the six to eight months, they've kind of worked out a lot of their kinks, and Apollo's just really just needs the promo work. <laughs> well, who's yeah, putting, who's putting dishes away? The other thing about Sam is oh, okay. What? Nothing. Nothing. Well, yes, who was putting dishes away? It was just gives getting loud. Oh, baby, sorry. Maybe no on the dishes. <laughs> okay. It was loud. Sorry. Hang on. You ain't. She's almost. You're not in the studio, <laughs> mullet. Oh no. No, no job. No, I'm in the. Uh, I'm on my couch, laying. Yeah. If I'm asleep, you have to finish. Yes, I will finish the dishes. Uh, sounds familiar. <laughs> 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 oh. Sorry. No, it's good. They, they were saying nothing but nice things. Go ahead, Rich. <laughs> uh, most of those guys that came in off the indies were more polished. They had spent like a decade on the indies, whereas Apollo still had a lot to develop. And he's developing in developmental because it's still goddamn developmental. God damn it. Damn, damn, damn. Augie. Oh, um... I have Apollo for five because uh, when you told me the match, you're like, oh, Apollo versus Samson. I was like, have I seen Samson? You're like, yeah, yeah, that drifter guy. I was like, oh, fuck him, Apollo, all points. But there's one more that I have more than this, so five for Apollo. Elias Samson set the record at our TV taping that we were at, Augie, I think, for the most people going to the concession stand at once. Like when he came out the second time, it was probably at least 300 people. I'm not – I'm not – Using hyperbole there. It was a mad dash. That was literally, by the way, that, that was the last uh, NXT I, I guess I saw because that's the oh, only one I saw. But I don't, they haven't done anything better with him, I'm assuming. Yeah? No. no he's... He lost to Johnny Gargano, so actually, yes. Ah, good for him. Tope. I'm on mute. Um, <laughs> I literally have nothing to talk about in this match. Uh, Apollo needs time. But he also needs to break a fucking real guitar over fucking <laughs> Samson's head. He sucks. Five for Cruz. Just like Honky Tonk Man did the Jake the Snake Roberts, so Elias Samson then goes into a serious alcohol and drug addiction. Be the best thing for uh, him. It'd be absolutely best thing for everybody, everyone involved. Be the realest to the character he could be. True. <laughs> that too. It'll be good for the gimmick. Was it Corbin versus Samson that we got to see? No, we saw Samson work two job matches. Oh, okay. Samson were two fucking squashes. Sorry, go ahead, Wooden. Bullet, uh, you can edit this out. Uh, more worse of a one-person crash than the former uh, Oklahoma City Thunder owner. <laughs> Keep it in, baby. What am I editing that out? Hot <laughs> <laughs> show, yeah. baby. We killing people left and right. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Oh, I hate myself now. Uh, anyways. Last oh, don't take- worry, I'll something worse later. <laughs> last takeover, you know, Cruz lost to Corbin. He needs a win. This may- makes no 
but fucking sense for Samson to win. Uh, so yeah, I have Cruz for five. Uh, and I got Cruz for four just because I was more confident on two matches. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I can see them just putting their pedal to the metal or their foot to the pedal and just being like, look, we're getting this guy over. But it, it's not the case, I don't think. Um, all right, next. Somehow, Austin Aries' debut match is fifth from the bottom. Uh, but yeah, Austin Aries versus Baron Corbin is the match. Augie. Austin Aries for six. Moving right along. Ow. Tope. Uh, give me uh, Austin Aries for three. Okay. Win. I will take Austin Aries for four. I have Aries for three as well, and I will actually elaborate and say the reason why. Two reasons. Number one, pretty much since he debuted, they haven't done much they've been much calmer on the push front and the hype front i think because nakamura came right afterwards so it's a little bit subdued so i wouldn't be surprised if they are you know take a little bit of time with him and b if this is kind of going to be corbin's like gimmick going forward is like the indie fighter he might need to win a couple of these (laughs) you know to i mean he already beat Cruz. You know, maybe keep it going in that aspect, and Aries gets his win later. I don't. I still don't think that's the case. That's why I'm being a little apprehensive on it with three. Rich, you remember that time we went to that uh, ROH show and a double kicked the aluminum siding, and it kind of, it like kind of sort of scared me a little bit. Uh, You jumped so much they put it in the ROH on HDNet entrance video. It like slightly startled me. You were seen every week by hundreds of thousands of people looking terrified. Don't be so generous. <laughs> <laughs> In some facet or another. Oh, a hundred or a hundred or so thousand people looking you shit out of your fucking mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck that indie bitch. I got Corbin for four. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Hell yeah. Is it kind of for the re- So is this a personal vendetta or is it kind of the reasons that I were saying? Mostly what you were saying, but fuck that. I'm starting a fucking, starting an angle, a hot program with with Austin Aries on the podcast. You did this six years ago. Yeah? Well, this is called writing. (laughs) (laughs) This is called long-term booking. Yeah. This is called called you really wanting to make Augie not last. (laughs) Do do you want to set a side bet up like I did with Augie a couple years ago on him not being last, Rich? No. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I haven't watched, but this is. I mean, my putting six points on it is mainly because Austin Aries pretty much debuted, and you're saying this is his first pay per view, right? It's <clears throat> his first match. Oh, he hasn't he hasn't even wrestled on NXT TV yet. There you go. First match, and also you guys know how I feel about fucking Corbin. Yeah. I, if if there wasn't another like debut match on the same show, I would definitely be mm-hmm. all in with the six, but. It kind of feels old hat if they do it with two people. So, yeah. but I'm not saying they're not going to do it. It's just being a little cautious. Tag title match: The Revival, your champions against American Alpha, your challengers. Tope. I really like the fucking Revival. <laughs> Every time I've seen them, I'm like, man, they are fucking pretty done. They're fucking finishers, dope as fuck. And yeah, they never man. call it its fucking name. What's the Shatter Machine? It's the coolest fucking name. Mm-hmm. So fucking dope. With that said, American Apple for six. 
<laughs> also, uh, so when we were delayed a half hour to start, I started watching this week's Lucha Underground. And, Rich, I, this isn't a spoiler for anything, but I didn't know that fucking Cortez Castro and Mr. Cisco use the Shatter Machine. <laughs> for real? Yeah, they fucking use it. I'm like, oh, that's probably where Dash and Dawson got it from. All right, well, they do it better. They do it better. That's all that matters. Uh, all right, it's offer for six. Win. This match was probably the match I had the hardest time picking. Okay. Because uh, I'm looking... You know, I was looking and I was counting heel face, and I'm was thinking I I feel like American Alpha American Alpha has had a great rise. I feel like that rise has been a little bit too fast. They I, I would I, I would not be surprised if they win. Would not be surprised if they win. But I feel like maybe Revival gets uh, a win here in a screwy way. And it sets up a program between them and American Alpha uh, going down. And maybe they can win the tag titles on a taping or the next takeover. So with that, uh, I had to put a heel here. So for three points, I have the revival. Okay. Um, That's why I was kind of apprehensive about Aries and Cruz. Because I felt like those were maybe the two most susceptible. Because also you figure... Two of these six matches are babyface versus babyface as well. Right. So that 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 can impact everything. And then I remembered that every babyface won at NXT Brooklyn. So I was like, oh, they don't give a fuck about babyfaces and heels at NXT because it's going to be so damn good that everyone's going to be happy everyway. Um, but but if you go back to NXT London, a, a heel won. Corbin. True. Corbin. Yeah. I and was, revive. I was thinking. Revive that, that, I was thinking all that as well. Yeah. Um. That said, they've been on a, I feel like a more steady rise. They've gone through everybody. They're definitely being set up to be the tag team. I hope this gets a lot of time because I think like this could be what I, like I've been saying for months, them saying, you know what? It's tag teams now, um, especially with who possibly is coming in or whatnot. I got American Alpha for five. Rich. Yeah, um, I would like to see American Alpha chase it for at least a little bit longer. Um, like, this is just their first shot. They're not going anywhere. Let's get to know them a little bit more. Let's get to know the Revival a little bit more. Uh, I got Revival for three. Very good. They did do on, I think it was last week's, they did the sit-down with Gable and Jordan going over their amateur stuff. And again, yeah. it was so goddamn good. Very good. Oh, you break the tie. Um, well, again, I haven't been watching, but, um, that's probably going to like, that's probably going to be like the, the preface for every single pick I have. Just record it and save your voice. Yeah, there you go. But, um, yeah, I haven't been watching, but what I have seen, I mean, and I've heard you guys, you guys are like, you love Gable and Jordan. Even when we went to the next taping and they were good. Um, ever since I've gotten together, they were good. And I did see exactly, well, they wouldn't be exactly if I'm saying three or four episodes of Breaking Ground. And they seem to be like the darlings on that freaking show too. So it seems like to be like you know backstage favorites. So I think they're gonna give the nod to them, especially that being this is right before WrestleMania. So this is probably one of their biggest shows. So it gives them the big moment. But I have been watching, so I put two points on it on the American Alpha. And they changed their gear, so they're making them like the NXT Steiner brothers. So just I just want to hold them now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I will also say this about Revival. The one nitpick I have on them, they need to stop ending their handshake with a hug. <laughs> hey, man, that's just like an old school, like, you know, in like the 80s when the heel would get, like, beat up and he would go outside and the other heel would, like, kiss his, like, wound. It's like it's old school homophobic heat still. <laughs> they also need to stop. But that's not their, that's not their gimmick, though. I know, but it's it's you know that's something that a tag team like them would do back in the eighties. So no, it's they not. Arn and Tully would not do that. Well, I'm pretty sure I've seen Arn and Tully do that. Well, that's just because you were the third person in the room. <laughs> <laughs> they also like, did. I pay them to like, hey, you two, hug for me. Thanks. And what I was saying, like, in the middle of the match is one thing, but like as you're like celebration, like yeah, this is the thing we're gonna. Week of the week. This is what gets me hard because of their song. I hate that joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, week of the week it for you. It's okay. When you were trying to say something. They also need to stop like clinging the titles together. They're gonna scratch those things up. That too. Those things cost money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Triple H doesn't care. <laughs> those are my new ones. Uh, all right, so we all got that. A little match called Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn. Uh, this starts with the Widen. You gotta answer this for me because I haven't seen a lot of Nakamura, and I haven't seen him talk a lot. When he when he said that he was coming and stuff like that, does like it looked like he was like moving a tootsie roll around in his mouth? Does he usually talk that way? He's weird. He he's he's just weird, man. <laughs> if if you're confused by him, you're gonna ask a question every episode. It's like, why is he doing that? I'm not gonna have an answer. It's just that's just swag, man. <laughs> that's, just, that's just him being fucking Freddie Mercury and Michael Jackson and everything all rolled into one. Look, he's got an enigmatic. No, is that a word? Enig- enigmatic. Enigmatic mouth. Scott band name. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Well with, the, well, with that being said, this has probably been their biggest signee to date. Uh, uh, he he needs the win here. Nakamura for all six. I got three words for you. Main roster money. Nakamura for six. <laughs> and also, it's I think it's fitting that this is going to be Sammy's goodbye to NXT. Right. It's same. You got to do the job on your way out. Pass the torch. Pass the torch. Augie was so excited that he's working two matches, and I'm and I'm gonna disappoint him by saying, by or by asking this question: Are we sure Sammy's a hundred percent? Oh. He's just. I mean, from the I, here's the thing. from the original he's either, injury. He's either not a hundred percent, or he's listening to too many agents backstage and just doesn't look like himself on the main roster yet. I think it's a combination between the agents and having worked nobody but Miz and Dolph Ziggler since he's gotten called up. I retract my original question. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. This, this will be the test. Or this will be Nakamura costing Zane his mania spot yeah. two days before. Uh, yeah, so Nakamura for six. Rich? I'm Nakamura. But just because they just love to fucking work upside down 
with all the jobs that Zayn has done throughout his NXT run, I could just see... I could see it happening. So could I. Sammy winning that match. He doesn't need to. But I think there's a very good chance of that happening. I still took Nakamura for one. Wow. One. Mm. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Augie. Damn. I'm a Sami Zayn fan and I picked Nakamura for four. <laughs> and I thought I thought I was lowballing with four. And I was like, oh, fine. <clears throat> oh man, Rich, this is. I was going back through some of your picks this year, Rich. You do deserve to be in last place. <laughs> hmm. Didn't he not get any of his uh, non-rumble matches in the Royal Rumble all wrong? I just immediately went to that page to make sure Rich got four things right out of fourteen categories at the Rumble. This is the thing, and I noticed this about. Probably all of us, but uh, it happens. It's been happening with Rich a lot too. Is when you watch casually, or in my case, not at all, you see things kind of from like a step back or from a certain perspective. But when you watch all the time, you uh, Rich has probably like overthought all these picks time and time again, changes picks back and forth, and has come up with 50 different scenarios on shit and what he wants to see versus what he thinks is going to happen versus what will really happen versus. I don't know what the fuck else ever. So that's probably where, where Rich is at right now. He's probably like in that that a beautiful mind type of fucking mode right now. <laughs> is he right, Rich? You don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> Tope, your pick for this match. Uh, give me not Kent for four. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, not sorry. All this <laughs> racist. All this Asian. <laughs> Uh, what the fuck happened to Hideo? Is he coming back anytime soon, or what's the deal with him? Apparently his shoulder injury was worse than what they thought it was, so he was going to be out even longer. And now they signed Nakamura, so he's in trouble. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, next, women's title match. Bailey versus Asuka. Mm. I get this one kicked off. See, this is the one that I had the most trouble with. Me. Legitimately might be the hardest match we've ever had. Uh, I would say it's probably the hardest match of the weekend, besides one other one that I had to pick. Because uh, there's one of two beliefs. I, I, I think when Bailey loses, she gets called up. And, you know, we've been saying, you know, it's not going to happen after Mania or, you know, whatever's happening. So that's definitely on the table. At the same time, like, I don't want it to be... It sounds weird, but I don't want it to be as, like, another baby face or as somebody that could... Killer, <laughs> like Aska can. Like I want it to be. I almost want it to be more storyline. I don't mean what I'm about to say, but I would rather it be like an Eva Marie. I said like an Eva Marie, not Eva Marie, and that it's something storyline wise, as opposed to her just flat out getting beat for it. Um, they could be going with an Aska heel route though, because you know you can easily make her a heel just because she's just a badass. Um, that said, I think she fights the odds one more time. I got Bailey for one. Rich. I have Bailey for two. Augie. Um, 
for one of the first times ever, I went through all my picks on this one. I was like, ah, heel face, heel face, and I, I for some reason counted Oscar as a as a as a heel, and this she'll probably she's going be, against Bailey, and she'll probably be working <clears throat> as a heel at the match. So. Yeah, and I have a lot more faces winning, and I really couldn't decide. So for one point, I have Oscar. Okay. And the same There's thing. No wrong. And the same thing. I think if you know, yeah, I think it's. It's, if it's not that time, it's very close to that time for Bailey to be called up. Because look at the fucking main event. Well, the women's main event for WrestleMania. It's three out of four of them. But does she want to be called up? That's. <laughs> and she said in interviews that she's she's fine still. So you know. Yeah, but I... they they can use her help a little more too because it's not taking off like they thought it would in WWE. At least not from when I last saw. It's getting there. It's closer. Also, her and Finn have to come out to each other's steal about seven or eight more times. So, uh, Tope. Like, this is, for me, this was one of the hardest matches we've ever had to pick. Um, so, like, just for me, it came down to who's next. I think you get more of a story if Asuka does win. Because at the very least, if they do call Bailey, at least you'd have that NXT London. You know, you've playing the seeds with Asuka versus Nia Jax. So it's just a matter of getting there. So I have Asuka for one. Okay. My my other reason, kind of to your same point for picking Bailey, was that they haven't done anything with this besides just announce it. So I feel like if ba- I think there's more of a story if they do this again and then Asuka wins because she can flip out about losing to Bailey. But literally, the only thing they've done was they teamed together, Regal made the match, and that's it. So, but it could be exactly the opposite and have Bailey chase it again and become the first two time. You know, there's endless possibilities. Win. Uh, there was also the instance at what well, that we were at CFE Arena, which after she comes out and makes the save, True. Uh, you know, Oscar looks at Bailey and lightly brushes the title. Um, this was my second hardest match to pick, and I was going back and forth until I saw the report that at the Raw after Mania, they're doing away with the Divas title. And they're bringing in a a whole new women's title, making it the women's division, so you're more than likely going to have a ceremony for whoever that champion is. And I feel like you need... I feel like that's something in which something could happen and to get a big pop from the crowd. I know Bailey's been saying that she's fine where she is, but you're fine where you are, but it's going to get to a point where you're going to have to go up and you're going to have to fight with the big dogs. You, you can't stay, you can't stay in high school forever. You got to go to college. So with that being said, for one point, I also have Oscar. The difference here is that the, the, the kids don't want to leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> Because they, they see what they happened. They, they saw what happened to their brother Tyler. <laughs> but but Daddy H, we don't want to leave the house. Get out! The real world kicked him right in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, main event time. NXT title: Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, Rich. You kick it off. Too many things are swirling. Yep. So I went with Joe. Ooh. Holy shit, Rich, yeah. you dumbass. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> I stand completely uncorrected in everything I said earlier. 
you well Molly clearly knows how many points you put on it because I don't. Rich. Mullet. <sighs> All of them. You put six. You put six. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Rich. Samoa Joe is like Triple H to me. That's that's Samoa <laughs> Joe for you. <laughs> Shit. You're just trying to make it happen, Rich. <laughs> Oh, this is the match you were most confident on? <laughs> did, Rich, did Rich leave? <laughs> we made Rich quit. <laughs> Sorry, Rich. Rich, you there? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're saying too many things moving? Or what's, do you want to elaborate? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if we made you feel a certain way. We just... (laughs) Good Lord. Well... All right, Augie, you're next. (laughs) Rich, you clearly think Finn's being called up then, I'm guessing, huh? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I got Finn for three. (laughs) Yeah, let's let's just run through these. It's not getting better than that. (laughs) Yeah, we should, we so should end it with Rich. I got, I got Finn for two. Win? I have Finn for two. I have Finn for two. <laughs> and I'll, I'll I'll very quickly just say that, again, everyone's speculating Raw after Mania debuts. Joe's name's been thrown out there for a very long time. If this is like their WrestleMania or like equivalent, I don't think they would have their first one be a heel winning the title. And also you have Balor Club looming over whenever Gallows or Anderson are debuting. They could factor into the finish as well in some facet. I mean, I mean, in Rich's defense, I can definitely see Joe winning if, you know, if Finn gets called up or it's just it's oh, yeah, time. Absolutely. But six points. It's a lot of points. Last chance, Rich. Locked in. No, I meant like to explain yourself. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Alrighty, so those are NXT Dallas pickups. So we move on to the granddaddy of them all, the big one. Oh. <clears throat> Can I interrupt real quick? Oh boy, yeah. Because uh, I know at the end of the show, as tradition, Tope always sings the the current theme of WrestleMania. The champ is here. The champ is here. But I like to use one of my powers and bring back one of the old school songs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when uh, you know what, Topa, you can have your choice. Whichever old school WrestleMania, not by old school, it could be like a year, two, three ago, whatever mm-hmm. you want. But you have to sing that WrestleMania song in conjunction with the one later on in the show. Right now, or just later on? Um. Uh, I'll leave it up to you as well, but it'd be nice if we did it right now so you can sandwich it. So we can have a song before we make Pick'ems and a song after Pick'ems. Just tell him you want to do it right hold now. On, hold on, let me just think. Okay, Written do it right in now. the stars, a million <laughs> miles away, message to the rain, oh, oh, seasons come and go, but I will never change. Wait for the high note, because I'm on my way. <laughs> Oh yeah! Hey! Yeah! The most 
the most played song on Tope's iTunes. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I was like, <laughs> when did you use the punishment? Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, normally every year for WrestleMania, we don't cover the pre-show. But because the pre-show is basically its own fucking show, uh, we're going to give brief predictions on what was originally going to be the four. Now it's only three matches that are a part of the pre-show uh, with one, two, and three confidence points and set up a really simple stake to- towards it. Rich, what, what was your suggestion for it? Uh, the winner gets to choose uh, the next um, meal of the loser's choice. Uh, so the loser gets to pick whether it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner, but the winner gets to pick what they have to eat. And it's, it's, it's like, you know, either like a national fast food chain thing or something the other person knows they can make or something. And easily accessibly yeah. get, yeah. And this could very well be a chop. Like, we get all three, get all these right, and, <laughs> and then nothing yeah. happens. We're just officially picking them really quickly because... That these three matches, well, two of these three matches should have probably been on WrestleMania, but they're not for whatever reason. Uh, so we'll start with the 10 Divas tag match. It's the total Divas of Paige, which I hate immediately saying, Brie Bella, Alicia Fox, Natalia, and Eva Marie wrestling in front of 100,000 people on live television. They thought she'd get cheered. Stupid idiots. <laughs> Like they they saw her reaction at Brooklyn, right? Like they like she was at Brooklyn. Officials were was legitimately a... surprised against the team of bad and blonde <laughs> Naomi. <laughs> Is that real? Yeah, yeah, it's real. <laughs> oh shit! Um... Naomi, Tamina, <laughs> the debut of Lana. <laughs> Emma's back. Here's some array with three historical facts. And let's get her thoughts on her <laughs> WrestleMania debut. Summer Ray, you ain't got no fucking title anymore. Hamas! Oh, I miss you having the title. <laughs> Hi, Summer. Be careful what you wish for. It's very true, and I bet you've been wishing for this day for quite some time. You're making your WrestleMania and debut. It's part of my diet. Week of the week. I have to be careful what I fish for. (laughs) Hey, Summer, congrats. You just got a week of the week. Yeah. Also, you might have, were you in that WrestleMania 30 AJ invitation? This actually might not be your debut, but we'll just run with it anyway. For all Uh, intents and purposes, no. Okay, uh, so give us three facts about WrestleMania. WrestleMania? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. No, no, I asked Summer Rae, not Miss Piggy. <laughs> Hi-ya! 
Here are three historical facts about the WrestleMania. It's just WrestleMania. Go. <laughs> WrestleMania started with the hatching of the egg of Ricky the Dragon Steamboat because he's a dragon that came out of an egg. WrestleMania fell on 500 people one year. The year 1920. <laughs> and WrestleMania was founded by Vincent Kennedy McMahon. He found it in his trunk. <laughs> Very good, Summerway. We missed you. Good luck. Good luck this Sunday. For what? Your match. Ow! (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, you won't look you hey, for once you won't look like the worst out of everybody because Eve Marie and Lana are in there. Hey. I'll say this about Lana. She's not Eva Marie. your pick oh uh my pick well i have the total divas for three points i guess which is the most for the pre-show just because people watch it and i'm not one of them anymore i give up i can't i couldn't man that's nope i i don't watch it i tried can't can't do it won't do it can't stop it stop (laughs) <laughs> give me them total divas for 19 points fuck it you didn't say there was a limit on this shit <laughs> Eva can't count to 19 there we go so, so I'm guessing that was yeah. three wait oh no hold on I didn't think about the holy shit I didn't think about points wait hold on hold on oh fuck it give it to me for that yeah three three uh, Tope, when it gets to me, we'll break down every pinfall combination for this match. You Wait, go ahead. motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? She's 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 leaving WWE. She's retiring from wrestling after this. Brie pins Lana. Total Divas three points. There you are. Shove it up your ass. Oh, man, Brie pins Lana. Because they've been having like a storyline on TV yeah, or you some shit. Been watching. Yeah, well, so much for this oh, tie thing. Eve but... Marie needs to have the pen. God damn it, I man. Oh, did did you do something, Mullet? So, yeah, I took bad yeah, blonde you... for one. Yeah. Because if Bree, the Bree supposedly going to be retiring the next night on Raw, so she's the one that's leaving. So, oh, but AJ didn't. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I, it makes more sense for. I know, but Lana's had heat. <sighs> I thought Lana would get the pinfall for her team, and it'd be like, this Lana, oh wow, in her first match, she gets the pin at WrestleMania, and blah, blah, but blah, I... blah, blah. And then, I, and it was stronger, because if they're getting rid of the term Divas, this is the Divas losing. But I, I feel like you can add tension with the Naomi and, like, Tamina thing. Like, maybe you set up a feud with them, and then you get a flash pin by Brie, like, last, like, goodbye to her. 
Okay. Well, we got to factor in, you know, so Bree's leaving. That leaves Alicia Fox as the only member of I'm gonna Team go take Bella. Shit. <laughs> but then you have her and Paige's relationship, her their friendship on Total Divas. Maybe you make that like a storyline, kayfabe 2.0 kind of thing. You wouldn't add Eva Marie to the match if she wasn't going to factor into the decision in some way. So I think this on the grand stage this is when she finally hits the sliced bread like she's supposed to. Kendrick's been working with her extra long. She hits sliced bread on on Tamina. Boom. Stratosphere. Finally, the crowd's accept her. Eva Marie's off and running. Where's Karma? <laughs> karma is in the fact that emma has spent so much time down in nxt building herself back up that you gotta give her respect also all it took was her and zach Ryder getting together for them to both make wrestlemania man i like that they're each other's they're each other's hidden piece their hidden key so when she wins for her uh match and for when zach Ryder gets busted open hard way in his ladder match, you know, it'll be a nice moment for whatever cameras are running backstage, those two convalescing with one another. I thought we legitimately <laughs> left. <laughs> and you also right. have Natty. I mean, her husband might never wrestle again. Like, I feel like you gotta give her her WrestleMania moment. Like, her, 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 her you know, she's going through some shit right now. I think giving her the moment is you start the push, start building her up, start building her up. She gets a pin on Lana, instant heat, and there you go. Set the Lana Total Divas for you when she's on it. I mean, Lana's really the key because yeah, you guys come stop on, we're waiting. any fucking moment. <laughs> I was actually waiting for you to stop so I can, I can start it up again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. Are we done? I mean, no, I was going to break down the difference of Lana's backstage heat being real and getting, like, murdered. Or Lana, like, them really taking off with her and, you know, her getting a pin with an I'm going to go take move, another shit. You know? <laughs> That's right. You're a quick shitter. So I believe it. Uh, we're waiting for Rich to get back on anyway. So I guess he's next. So we get there a rumor that Emma might be on Total Divas? So maybe she turns on Bad and Blonde? True. No shit. I thought it was going to be Mandy tough enough. <laughs> but they added a total divas. I'm like, they're going to make this bitch on there anyway. But no, they went with Eva Marie. Yeah, so I mean, maybe Emma, maybe Emma's the turn coach. She goes to the other side. Ooh, wait a minute. Where Emma goes, doesn't Dana Brooke go? She is the total diva. Comes in, or maybe. But then at the same time, we're talking about teams. There we go. Nia Jack, she comes back. She fucks it up for team oh. Bad and Blonde. Rich, stop this. this. Rich, thank God we were Actually, for Rich came back, back and he didn't hear any of that. Can you guys run that back and just repeat it for Rich? Yeah. Oh, so hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to I have to log back out again. Sorry. The world hates me. Anyway, <laughs> so you have being nominated in the Hall of Fame this year, Jacqueline. She's not gonna she's not gonna deal with any of these. What if Jacqueline just comes out and takes down like all ten of them? Pins and then Jacqueline is back. I like it. I mean I like it, but you're leaving right. out the most important. Oh, hey, you're back, no, Rich. No, because I want all of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, shit, that's right, because he's... Well, I'm still recording, so I have I some I hate of it. you all. all right, you left off uh, with... All it took was Emma and Zack Ryder, and then my Skype crashed. Yeah, to, I, I have it. Okay. <laughs> the second time, I have it. But I was saying how those two are meant to be together. And, you know, it could be possibly a nice documentary moment with Emma having her WrestleMania moment, Zack Ryder bleeding from fucking up a ladder spot. You know, they're meant to be together. They're helping each other out. So 
I'm that, saying I was talking about the Ballard Club and don't talk about the Banks Club. I think her and Team Bag gets back together. She they help each other. Okay. That's all I'm saying. You know, you know, Rich, what's you know, your you guys really never name? said anything about Naomi. I want to know more about Naomi. Oh, you're right. She just got a shirt, too, with a light-up shoe on it? <laughs> Who the fuck is Naomi? <laughs> <laughs> I want to rewind that and make sure that I got over it, possibly. Naomi has a new shirt that has a shoe <laughs> on it. Um, I'm buying it right now. Oh, yeah, that's somebody's punishment. They got to wear that for, like, a week. <laughs> uh I picked up a shirt uh, comment, uh, made me think of, I picked up the NXT Blu-ray because it's got like a bunch of hidden matches on it and like a little dock. So I was watching it when I was recuperating yesterday and like the first match on there is Rollins versus Jinder Mahal. Remember him? (laughs) I do. Uh, For the NXT title. (laughs) In the crowd, I saw somebody wearing the core shirt and I was like, holy shit, (laughs) somebody else owns the core shirt. That's not a member of the that core. That person is my new best friend. Well, it's not Topan I know. <laughs> so, we're going to put you through this again. Uh, half joking aside, why are you legit pissed off that you said Paige's name because she belongs somewhere else or in the main event? Or Like from watching this NXT, old NXT footage, Paige's was like the anti-diva and like the one that should have started this whole like, uh, revolution. And now she's just lumped in with all the rest of them and doesn't mean anything. Yeah, that's true. And she's a total diva. And, you know, she's, I don't know. It's just a waste of opportunity. Rich, let's get your pick for this, please. <laughs> um, shit. No, there was something else I wanted to say, though. Oh, on that <laughs> Blu-ray, is that um, uh, uh, Punk Rollins versus Kings of Wrestling match really yep. on there? Yeah, I oh man, it. how's that not like the first thing you did when you got it? <clears throat> I'm watching. I'm, I'm going through like the actual like document documentary portion of yeah. it, and it's like split up between matches and like behind gotcha. the scenes stuff. But so uh, same thing. I, I haven't watched the Hideo Tyler Arena Cam match with the first GTS oh, like in yeah. its entirety either, <clears throat> and the Cesaro Neville match, which they actually showed. Don't worry, I'll get there. Total Divas for two. Thank God. God damn it, I'm the only one. <laughs> Usos versus the Dudley Boys. The poor Usos have been on the pre-show four straight years. <laughs> they have still officially never wrestled on WrestleMania. <laughs> really? <laughs> they rest- WrestleMania 28, they were part of that tag match that we saw live. They weren't a part of 29. 30, they retained the titles. 31, they lost. So this year would be their fourth straight pre-show wow. match. I mean, they'll get one, but it still just, like, sucks. They've been like three-time tag team of the year. Uh, we start with who did we end with last time? We ended up with Rich, so that means we start with uh, uh, brothers or brothers match. I feel like I guess you gotta give the Usos something. Uh, Usos for one, two, two. Win. I mean, I, this this feud has been kind of non-existent. Uh, I put one point on it, and it's just to have a heel win. So I picked the Dudley boys for one. Fair enough. Dudley's never won a match at WrestleMania. I mean, this technically still won't count, but um, they're winless at WrestleMania. Uh, and I just have a gut feeling. It's just a gut feeling thing, but 
Bubba's being wasted as part of the Dudley boys, <laughs> as we've seen in TNA. I feel like sooner or later they're going to try and maybe split him off on his own to be a mid-card heel that gets a lot of mic time. Um, so I could see this possibly being the start of it. But also it's youth over age in terms of what's best for long term. One Usos for two. Rich. One Us, please. One Us. You have to take two of them. They're twins. <laughs> One point on Us. There you go. Uh, uh, yeah, same thing. One point for Usos. They, they, they always bring the energy, and they're actually a really good tag team to be on the pre-show because they do, again, bring the energy and start the shit up right. Right into it. Uh, after... Uh, I saw Batman vs. Superman in Zootopia this weekend. There was a kid out in the lobby of the movie theater wearing an Uso shirt in public. And I was like, oh, that's something I never expect to see. Mm. So get, keep, getting them, keep getting them checks, Usos. Uh, U.S. title match, Tope. Whoa, I'm first again? Oh, oh sorry, Witten, sorry. The, this, this freaking match. <laughs> <laughs> Why... And, then, and, then, and also, it doesn't do it much justice when JBL's like, great little man versus a great big man. The great big man always wins. Yeah, shut the fuck up, JBL. He's the guy that lost to Rey Mysterio in his last match in 20 seconds. Mm, why he's better. That's why he's better. <sighs> telling stories. Yep, true. JBL telling stories. <laughs> <laughs> I just made my face so wet from doing that. Uh, with with that being said, I don't see a god loving reason on this great green earth why Ryback deserves a title right now. When all he done, when all he's done is just like, hey, I read a book, made me feel good. I gotta do things on my own. Yeah, I wear I wear underwear now. No more singlets. Kalisto for two. Fuck off, Ryback. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, we're talking about me. He all he's doing is punk's moves now. <clears throat> hey, did you know recently that my best friend, <laughs> Sierra, is on? Your- <laughs> uh, yeah, while, while Ryback is stealing CM Punk's moves on television, uh, my best friend Andrew's angry in Chicago. His dog is now best friends with CM Punk's dog, so CM Punk will be on this show next week. <laughs> It's news to us. <laughs> and, <laughs> and to Punk. Uh, he introduced himself as Phil, which I found was nice. Uh, well, I mean, that's his name. Craig <laughs> 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 uh, It's so weird. He and, used his uh, name when telling someone his name. <laughs> and uh, Andrew, wished him well, Andrew wished him well in his UFC debut. Which I'm sure Punk probably took as a snide comment. <laughs> <laughs> and what I liked about uh, so, it was that uh, Zangri couldn't get a... He didn't want to ask Punk for a picture, so he goes, this is the best I can get. My dog and his dog sniffing the same thing. <laughs> yep. Took a picture of CM Punk's dog. And then posted a picture of Punk with his dog that he just pulled off the internet somehow. <laughs> um, but uh, as, I, as I said in the comments, don't screw this up for me. <laughs> And I reminded him that they've met before when we met CM Punk at a Circuit City in 2007 for a signing, and Zangri was wearing his Fatness t-shirt, 
which is just a green shirt that says the word fatness on it because that used to be his nickname in high school because he used to be fat uh and punk thought it was funny and then started calling andrew fatness so uh that being said kalisto for three <laughs> is, is my analysis uh yeah john cena spent the entire year building the united states title up for it to be defended on the pre-show against ryback uh, we lost Rich again, so Augie, go ahead. Uh, well, hope Rich gets back on quick, because I'm just going to say Kalisto for two. And Give so me fine. that, but I won for one, because I do not want to talk about this match. So what I do want to talk about then, Tope, is in what way <laughs> the Divas can use double-team maneuvers to really get the show Guys, started off. Guys, I am sorry could... that Skype just keeps crashing out of fucking nowhere on me. It's okay. It's all right. No, I Wait, gave them... I'm sorry that every time that happens, they keep talking about the Divas match. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, you know, Santina, can we dress Ryback up as a girl and have him be a Diva? Hmm. What would his name be? Rebecca. 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 More because my emotions are taking over. <laughs> Rebecca <Rebecca> Lobo. <laughs> this finishers the shield shock. Uh, oh. oh my god, I think that just gave me another stone. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Rich, what's your pick for this? Um, if if Kalisto doesn't win, all you're doing is telling all of the children that you're supposedly marketing yourselves to to give up on everything, never try anything, and just fucking die right now. So I took Kalisto for three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, do, we do have odds on this match. Ooh, hit, hit me. Yeah, so coming in with the odds, uh, using a couple websites, but the one I'm using the most is Bovada. Uh, as of right now, the odds on this match, Kalisto is coming in at minus 150. Okay. Ryback coming in at plus 110. Okay, so close, but Kalisto is the favorite. Alrighty. Hey, WrestleMania. <laughs> we're, finally, we're finally here. We did nothing on the Usos or Total Divas? matches Wait. oh no they don't have those odds yeah okay no problem because they're pre because they're pre-show yeah originally that that match was supposed to be on the main card but it got switched out for this match the andre the giant i still almost said andrew the giant memorial battle royal <laughs> uh i just want to point out that the usos and Kalisto are not getting a wrestlemania payday quote unquote or a wrestlemania spot but adam rose Jack Swagger, Fandango. You just going to name all 20? There's not even all 20 yet. <laughs> well, yeah, it's only, it, there's only 16 confirmed. Yeah. yeah, still. Yeah, on the, I, here, I have the list here, if you want. I yeah, read hold. it. Augie, yeah, you should really read these names. So, so far confirmed. Heath Slater, Curtis Axel, Adam Rose, Bo Dallas, Big Show, Kane, Tyler Breeze, Mark Henry, Jack Swagger, Fandango, Damian Sandow, Darren Young, Connor, Victor, Goldust, and R-Truth. Who the fuck is going to win this thing? It's a mania! <laughs> That's why there's a mania at the end of it! Uh, well, I'm guessing that there's going to be... Well, I mean, I'll start this one off. 
Um, I'll reset it here for Mania Pickums. I'm guessing that originally those four spots are going to be filled by the Wyatt family. Well, now that Luke Harper's tore his ACL, three of those spots will be filled by the Wyatt family, and then they'll <laughs> do the NXT thing they did last year and throw... Who the fuck would even win the NXT tournament to be in this? Oh, Alex Riley. Um... Because <laughs> he was in it last year for 20 seconds. Uh, um, give it a, to... Well, no, Joe's going to be in the main event. Well, say mo- everyone's like kind of working, so I was thinking... Well, originally that was kind of my thought when I thought the Wyatt family was going to have a, like an actual roster match. I was like, if they don't give it to my original pick, who was going to be Mark Henry as like a goodbye thing until he got double choke slammed on Monday, um, I was going to say, well, give it... Like, put Joe in there and just have him tear through it. You know, and like it's like, oh yeah, Samoa Joe's here, and he won the battle royal. Uh, instead, I'm gonna go with just the safest bet that people have been thinking for months. Mm-hmm. It's a giant. Mm-hmm. He's a giant. I'm a pepper too. <laughs> gonna go with Braun Strowman to win the Under the Giant Memorial <laughs> Battle Royal for one point. That's what, don't worry, Bray White's still gonna be in this match, <laughs> but he's not gonna win it. Yep, Rich. Because nothing else matters. Gold dust for one. Don't ask me why. Let me alone. Shut the fuck up. Let's rock out. And... Uh, but! Oh, dude. Oh, 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 God. Where are my pills? Jeez. You're supposed to be my friend, Rich. That's your leg is... You're just a guy from Dumb and Dumber. Pills! Pills! Pills are good. Pills are good. Your legacy died. <laughs> his, he blamed me. Those were his last words. Well, not if you count the gurgling sounds. <laughs> All right. Augie, let's just move on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I also have Braun Strowman, but I have for, uh, for two points. Fair enough. Tope. Give me uh, Brian Strawman for two points. Brian <laughs> I was, uh, I, I'm starting to watch, uh, I don't subscribe to it. Uh, I was, I'm starting to watch clips of the Brian and Vinny show from Wrestling Observer on YouTube. And Brian Alvarez's hate for Braun Strowman is really endearing. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's great. And it just makes me even steadfast and more steadfast in my thoughts that he's awesome and Meltzer sucks. Win. Uh, I was thinking about Braun Strowman, but I can't. I just can't wrap my head around him winning that match with Bray Wyatt in it. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but I just, I just couldn't do it. I so for one point, I had to pick Bray Wyatt. It's I, I've broken it down a lot. I think they'll be. I think what it'll end up being, it'll be like the Wyatt family against Kane and Big Show, and they'll get rid of Rowan, and then it'll just be down to Bray and Braun, and it really depends on if. Bray can convince Braun to exit the ring for him, or if Braun, like, throws Wyatt out and turns babyface or something. Uh, I was just about to say, at what point do they turn him? Yeah. yeah it's, it's, one, it's one of two. Or Goldust wins. <laughs> are, are, are you do the, uh, spoiler, the uh, 92 finish, where it's like three people left, the guy who throws out Bray, you know, at the end, he attacks or throws him out, and then Braun comes at the end and throws him out. Very true. The only so. the only thing that uh, makes me sad is that, like I said, this really should have been Mark Henry's swan song and being like, hey, man, right off in the sunset, here's your battle royal win at WrestleMania. But again, 
that means Yoshitatsu's going to win now, just like he did six years ago when I thought Mark Henry should win the Battle Royal. So <laughs> it all still uh, I mean, they uh, still can. Yeah, odds? Uh, go oh, ahead. Yeah. All right, uh, going back to Bovada. Uh, Rich, you will like to know this. Gold Dust is at plus 3,300. Ooh. Uh, I'll give you everybody from – there's six people that are plus 1,000 uh, down. Uh, Samoa Joe is plus a thousand. Ooh, okay. Kane is plus a thousand. Guys, Randy Orton is plus eight hundred. Ah, oh, shit. Mark Henry is plus six hundred. Oh, okay, oh, yeah, Randy Orton's not in this at all. He's hurt. Oh, okay. Uh, Bray Wyatt is plus five hundred. And coming in the front, the ringleader for right now at plus one twenty-five, Braun Strowman. Wonderful. Um, also, apparently, Cesaro was seen without his sling, so maybe Cesaro will be back. He's. Week of the week. He's no longer the king of sling. <laughs> week hey. of the week. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> Uh, I, I just checked uh, Squared Circle Celebrity real quick, and I just have to point out that apparently on tonight's NXT, Baron Corbin referenced Virgil in a promo, and Virgil responded on Twitter with, Staying relevant and getting that hashtag fuck money 30 years later. Love it like I like my meat sauce. And now, it is time for the pod swoggle. Fuck you of the week! Man, fuck you, Virgil. <laughs> I was gonna say this earlier in the show, but you fucking suck. I hate. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. Fuck. He sucked. He sucked. He. We did a uh, a show last week where we did like black champions. He is worse for black people than Donald Trump, <laughs> fried chicken, and me. <laughs> I hate you won a fake championship. <laughs> Fuck you. You suck so much. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. You suck. But you wore an NWO shirt. <laughs> In like 2003. 2003. Okay, you're kind of cool. I'm sorry. It's 2003. WWE's been out of business two years. He's at some fucking gym in like Makatukic, Massachusetts. Say that he's their own official NWO business from Hollywood Hulk Hogan. What are you, your goal was to destroy WCW, you fucking dumb piece of shit. Why are you at AWIPW? <laughs> because you're supposed to be there in 98, but a stupid black ass couldn't make it in time. Don't. <laughs> no, not hit, not because he's black. Not, okay, not because he's black. He's stupid and black. <laughs> <laughs> Not because. Two uh, things. Uh, apologies to Virgil <laughs> and Dr. King. <laughs> you should have done that last time. I should've. You should have done that when you said that he didn't get all them whoopings for you to lose that quiz. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, to Augie, I, I know you're behind on pot swaggles. Make sure to go back and listen to the Black Pack episode for Tope to really put his race through a lot. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I laughed Black so hard. I called it the black pack, yeah. How did I miss that one? I don't know. I laughed so hard at that episode. (laughs) 
I've been wanting to do that legitimately for seven months. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. Worth wait. Also, this will probably start another one, but Alex Riley on Twitter said, uh, thanks for doing your research, Tom Phillips, but going to the performance center doesn't matter anymore. Ask 90% of the takeover card. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. You suck. <laughs> he's, not worth, <laughs> he's not worth the build-up for. <laughs> that You literally just took the words out of mouth. He's not worth the energy, the breath, the build-up, the sweat, the, the emotion... Anything. I really hope Alex Riley and Virgil. Uh, Alex Riley is going to re- replace Ted DiBiase on Virgil's banners for like advertising who's <laughs> showing up to things. Because Alex Riley will actually show up, even though they have nothing to do with one another. Intercontinental title, seven man ladder match. Your champion, Kevin Owens, against Dolph Ziggler, The Miz, Sami Zayn, Stardust, Sin Cara, and Neville. <laughs> thank you oh. thank you uh, by the way also Sankara is getting a Wrestlemania payday <laughs> officially and Kalisto is not <laughs> I would rather Kalisto lost the title to Sankara <laughs> so he could be in this match uh, Rich we start with you mm. you can't pick Goldust again no I know but how how much would you stop talking to me if I took Zack Ryder? <laughs> you can take the other dust too. I mean, that's your answer. Right. <laughs> I stopped talking to you. Uh, I took Sammy Zane for two. Sammy for two. Oh. Also, uh, Sam keeps asking me what what'll I do, and I can't come up with an answer worse enough. Like I just I can't. It scares me. Like the thoughts that come in my head, head, like what I would say out loud, or like the things I was saying on text to you, Rich, after it happened, which I don't want to repeat on the air. No, that's smart for all parties involved. I'll repeat the one. I would rather get the AIDS virus than watch Zack Ryder win the Intercontinental title oh, at WrestleMania. No. Told you, no I, you say it. told you I'd catch up to you, Wynn. No. Hey, hey, Magic is still alive. No, he has HIV. AIDS. Like, flat-up AIDS. <laughs> Full-blown full AIDS? Full-blown AIDS. <laughs> what, wait, what do you mean you'd catch up to me? Earlier when you were, like, I was, you were saying, like, that guy one part. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's okay, like, okay, I'll unoffend. Which, I don't know why it's been on my brain recently, but uh, I played Dungeons & Dragons for the first time, like we talked about on uh, March of Madness this past Saturday. And somehow, Tim made my gimmick being that it's kept contracting HIV. <laughs> like a rat, a rat exploded, and like some of it got in my mouth, and 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 Sam just made an offhand comments like, "Yeah, you get HIV," and I had to spit my water out because I was not expecting my wife to say that to me. And then Tim just continually made me get HIV. Oh, that's awesome, uh, Augie. Um, well, I, f- I feel a little better. Well, actually, it probably felt worse because Rich picked, it. but I, I went with uh, Sami Zayn as well. But I put three points on it. I think I think if you want to start that I don't I don't know if they have or not. Um, hopefully they have started the feud, or if they haven't started the feud, this is how you start it. Um, but if they have, this is just a way for it to add more heat to it. That if Sammy takes it away from Owens, you start that feud again that they that they did so well in NXT. Yep, Sammy pinned Owens on Monday. Really? Yep. Uh, yep. Yep. They need to start that already. Like, have they have they started that by the way? I mean, that's how Sammy came back, but then he got lumped in with everybody else for to get them on the show for the ladder match. 
Uh, I want to point out real quick before Toby gives his pick. This is the second year in a row that someone had a massive injury that is a workhorse and is being put into a ladder match. Who was that? On the, last year was Daniel Bryan, and we saw how well that turned out. Oh. Uh, which, if you haven't watched the WWE 24, thank you, Daniel. Watch it. It'll make you cry again. Toby. Yes, it, yep, it will. Uh, I agree with everything Augie said. You have to start the feud. And to start this feud, Owens needs to win. Let the man chase. I have Kevin Owens for five. Yeah, Because only two people can win this match. <laughs> exactly right. Well, that, yeah, my, my thing was, and I couldn't give it to anybody else, was if Sammy doesn't win it, I was thinking Sammy still costs Owens to win it. But who the fuck else on this card is going to win it? And if they're going to feud, might as well have it be for a title and have it be for something and not just them, yeah, you know? Well. Uh, well, I mean, if Sin Cara wins it, then they can do a unification match with him and Kalisto. <laughs> just, just, I just wanted to let that sit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all up. Win. Uh, basically, what Tope said, you get, if you're going to start it, Owen has to win. The one thing... I remember I saw uh, Sammy pin Owens, and Michael Cole said, Sammy has finally pinned his enemy. Yep. And the way, why would you say it like that? So. Also, why would they do that on Raw? It really pissed me off when they did it. Mind you, the entire 22-minute fucking shitty match they put on that killed the crowd that made all of them look like crap pissed me off to begin with, but. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The crowd actually was chanting. Uh, I think when they came back from the second commercial break, this is booty. Yeah. So <laughs> it was so, a mess involving Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, like, and that's how poorly fucking put together it was. Exactly. Exactly. So that's a way to start it. And plus, the next pay per view is Extreme Rules. Yep. So start that feud. Make it a big whatever match at Extreme Rules. So that's why I have Kevin Owens for four points. Yeah. Everything Tope and Widden said. I probably would have picked Sammy if he didn't beat Pin Owens. But the other part of it is that Owens has been built as like all six of these guys are gunning for him. Let him kind of come out of it looking better by surviving all six. I have Owens for three. Yeah. And yeah. just F real quick, next pay-per-view is uh, Payback. Oh, that's right. They switched it around. Oh, but still Payback. Yeah, that's still I works. mean, same, same, yeah. same shit, but yeah. Uh, betting odds? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, we'll just go with the we'll go with the top three. Uh, at plus nine hundred is Dolph Ziggler. It had to be. <laughs> uh, at plus two twenty five is Sami Zayn. At minus two hundred. Yeah, yeah. Is Kevin Owens and Mullet? Is there a way for you to unplug your headphones so Sam can hear what I about what I have to say? She's upstairs, so no. Okay, you can tell her Zack Ryder has the worst odds at plus 3,300. Wonderful. Well, there goes $100 of my uh, bank account. <laughs> Place your bank. Uh, not for the tag team titles now. Just a good old-fashioned four-on-three handicap match for some reason. The New Day versus the League of Nations. We start with Augie. Um, I have no idea why this isn't for the title. It's WrestleMania. Like, the biggest show of the year. Why would you not just put titles on the thing? So, I would have picked New Day, but the minute you said it's not for the titles, I was like, well, fuck it. It's an opportunity for, I guess, League of Nations to build up some shit, so I have League of Nations for four points. Alrighty. So, if I was for the title, I would have done New Day. 
sorry, my fucking window closed. I can't find them. Well, I have spoiler. I have League of Nations winning okay. for basically the same reason Aug- Augie said. As I stalled, there's literally no reason to make this Any- not. Yeah, it's <laughs> like there's a reason this is happening. It's literally your two teams that you can do like the free bird rule with. And it's like, ah, fuck it. We're just making a handicap match. You know, one of them was, you know, just a world champion months ago. So, you know, it should be a close <laughs> match. Uh, sorry. Stalin to say that I had the League of Nations for three points. Okay. Win. I'm using the classic uh, Tope Adabanjo theory. New Day went over on Raw to. Yeah, they went over on Raw. So I have League of Nations going over. It's not for the tag titles. You 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 know what? A word that has not that has been said at every WrestleMania the past couple of years, but it hasn't been said at this one. Fuck it. Make this about legacy. This is all about legacy for this match. <laughs> one of these matches has to be about legacy. Let's make it this one. So League of Nations for two points. Oh damn. Oh, yeah. oh damn. So every year. There's, like, the rumblings about, like, the entrances, which we've already discussed. <laughs> okay, I like where this is going. And, yes. and it's been, like, it's not even, like, rumored. Like, they've pitched some outlandish things. <laughs> they and It's, like, I think the last hour was, like, 40 or 50% that it can happen. That they will be flying around the entire arena on unicorns. I, I don't know how that happens, but the other they thing find a unicorn. Well, yeah, they don't exist. That's, that's <laughs> it's hard to find one. For it's about flying around the whole rest of the arena. It's going to be a horse with a fucking horn on its head. Yeah, but now apparently there's a lot of plans for a new day. Like, like people have been asked. And by people I meet, Dave Meltzer, like, what plans are for other matches? And he's like, they don't care. They're worried about New Day. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, they want to make New Day, like, the biggest thing coming out of WrestleMania. Uh, which, they're already two weeks behind because they have turned them baby faces and have already started to new them and water them down. But whatever they got planned for New Day, it's going to be big and it terrifies me as to what it could be. So I have New Day for six. <laughs> The one thing that people keep bringing up that has been shot down, but it could be being shot down because they're trying to hide it. We don't know what The Rock is doing on this show. The Rock, for all we know, could be impersonating Flo Rider and singing Flo Rider's song. That's uh, not that how is, that is, yeah, that's not how you're saying his name. What did I say? Oh, yeah, I said Rider, didn't I? Yeah. We said Flo Rider. <laughs> I'm Chris Mullen. I listen to Flo Rider while eating my Cobb salad. Cobb uh, salad. But, uh, this is like, you're such a fucking fuckboy. I do. We need some more fucking hype on this cast. <laughs> That's not why you said that shit like that because of the surgery. You said it because you were a fucking fuckboy. <laughs> Shit, okay? <laughs> you little fuck boy wearing twelve dollar sandals, <laughs> son of a bitch. I have much more expensive sandals than that. I'm not a fuck boy. <laughs> yeah, and also but being part of this group text message and group Facebook message, I've never seen so many pictures of fucking Cobb salad in all my life. <laughs> uh, so so 
McLaughlin Report, Mama's Family, Balls, Cop Salads. In that order. Uh, the one thing I saw uh, that people talk about is like The Rock getting involved in this match. Not wrestling again, but like evening the odds so it's as close to four and four as possible. But the one I saw, the maybe my favorite fantasy booking I've ever seen on Squared Circle ever was New Day comes out. And they're like, we're not doing a handicap match. It's four on four, baby. The Rock's music plays, and The Rock comes out dressed like the fucking New Day. Oh. Like, Steen with the Young Bucks. But he's super serious. Like, he's not doing the New Day shit at all. He's just (laughs) The Rock in fucking New Day gear. He He wrestles the fucking match, fucking normal as shit. And then, like, Festus, when the match is over and the bell rings, he's like, Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> it would be amazing. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know what they got planned, but it's supposed to be big. So New Day for six. Rich. If they, if they do that, I would totally excuse them for not making it a championship match. Yeah. It, oh, yeah, that'd that. be fine. <laughs> but um, that's not going to happen. <laughs> well, no. For all the same reasons Mullet laid out, I have New Day for seven. <laughs> Thank you, Rich. Except you picked Goldust earlier. <laughs> Holy shit! For seven, even. Oh, uh, yeah, we're all through our picks. So odds. Uh, we're all through our picks, right? Yeah, we're all through our picks. All right. Uh, this one I had to go to another website, uh, Patty Power, to get. Uh, this one's a little interesting. League of Nations. Uh, 10, uh, 10 out of 11, uh, which is like, I think that's like 100 plus 110 or, or somewhere around there. What? Really? Shit. I think so. Yeah. But the New Day, four out of five. So they're essentially the same, except more people are putting their money on New Day, so. Yes. Okay. Boondabah. AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho is next, once again. And we start with Tope. <laughs> AJ Styles, Y2 Jackass. You know, here's here's a, a thing to just know. If there's a Chris Jericho match at WrestleMania that involves either the opponent dancing or chanting, you're in trouble. <laughs> I didn't want. Okay, I'm not gonna be because it's gonna be a fine match. Gonna be a good match. I just wish you like wasn't for. Is it for anything? Like loser fucking gets gets another tattoo. It's good. <laughs> AJ Styles has to have another kid so he can tattoo that baby's kid uh, the birth date on his ribs. Uh, it's gonna be the three and a quarter star match. It's been every single time because that's all Chris Jericho can work now. And apparently he's sticking around after Mania as well. At, at what point did Chris Jericho jump the shark? Uh, didn't we have a term for that? Yeah, when he hatched, hatched the egg. egg. He hatched <laughs> the egg. Uh, I would say when he lost the Fandango at <laughs> WrestleMania 29. Okay. Yeah. Ugh. Don't pay. Oh, uh, AJ Styles for seven. Sure. Win. AJ Styles for eight. Moving right along. I'm glad someone put their most points on this. So, if you've been following the podcast for the past several years, you know the last year I broke my curse of oh yeah, that's right of having uh, my highest point total lose after I had that happen at four straight WrestleManias with Jerry the King Waller, 
Kane, Ryback, <laughs> and The Undertaker. And The Undertaker. <laughs> and I put the onus on you motherfuckers <laughs> last year. You all picked Sting. And I picked John Cena. But explicitly because of that, I did not take AJ Styles for the most points. Because <laughs> it should be my number eight, but it's my number seven because I actually don't want it to happen. But God damn it, if I don't see him going for the springboard forearm and get caught with a code breaker and the TNA guy has to fucking lose his first WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So remember that when we're talking about it Sunday night at midnight. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm asleep. <laughs> and Wynn's snoring on the podcast for the third straight year. Yeah. I, no, I didn't do I didn't do it after the Daniel Bryan one because I was there in person with oh, you guys. Oh, true, true, true. Very true. The last one. Oh, I was definitely snoring at last year's. <laughs> uh, Rich. Uh, again, you made a lot, of, a lot of this. What was your What was your point total again? It was seven. What was your pick? It was seven. I purposely didn't AJ go for eight. seven. Yeah, I purposely didn't go with eight because I want it to not be the case. Yeah. Um, all the same reasons that you pointed out. Uh, and then once I saw that apparently Jericho is going to be sticking around. For After Mania, that also made me a little skittish. I will say, though, man, like for as many sour notes as this program has hit, there's also been some pretty sweet notes as well with the the um, the the garbage can burn, which was pretty cool looking. Um, and a few of the other promos that like Jericho's cut have actually Jericho's promos have been on point. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so it should be a hell of a match. I uh, went with AJ for three, actually. Nice. Nothing wrong with that. Augie. Um, I originally. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, I, I originally I have it. I have seven scratched out two different times on here because every single time I wrote down seven, I was like, no, 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 but. But then Sting lost last year. But I was like, no, they won't do that again. <laughs> no, no, they might do that again. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. And I just stuck with it. So AJ for seven. So you still end up going? Yeah, I have seven written down a total of three times, and I scratched out two of them. Also, I want to. Uh, you mentioned Sting, so I, I would be remiss if we didn't talk about the Hall of Fame, the blackest Hall of Fame ever, with Jacqueline, the Godfather, Snoop Dogg, and the fabulous Freebirds. Oh, they are making up for fucking the Oscars. Uh- <laughs> Tope, I, I, I'd like to ask you what your thoughts about New Day inducting the Freebirds are. We got him, guys. We finally got him. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I, this, if it was me, I'd say, fuck the push. I'd come out and say, here's some old racist motherfuckers. And just walk out. <laughs> so who is it again? Jacqueline? So it's Freebird. Jacqueline. Uh, well, the fabulous Freebirds, which is Michael Hayes and all of his dead friends. <laughs> no, Jimmy Garvin's still alive. But Michael Hayes is a noted, once told Mark Henry to his face that he was more of an N-word than he is. Okay. And he's still employed with the company. Uh, also spending many years regaled with the Confederate. in a Confederate flag. True. Sparkly. A sparkly Confederate flag. Uh, the big boss man, Stan Hansen. And the celebrity inductee, Snoop Dogg. Oh, why? Because Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. And Regis Philbin said no. Whoa, 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 wait. What about, I, I missed this part about Snoop Dogg and Sasha Banks. Snoop Dogg is Sasha Banks' uncle? No, uh-huh. her cousin. 
They're cousins. I thought, I thought it was uncle. Yeah. So so now just celebrities get inducted just because they're related to. Yeah, I mean, plus he's done. He's been at like five WrestleManias. He's done a lot. Like it's you know, okay. more than Drew Carey ever did for crying out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, been, probably been more than Schwarzenegger's done. Yeah, he's done. He's he's a noted uh, a noted WWE fan that shows up a lot. So I'm not oh. poo pooing it as much as I normally would. So he's gonna be hanging out with Evan Bourne backstage. So <laughs> Evan Bourne's not there. <laughs> Augie, Augie, what year is it? <laughs> Listen, all right, fine. RVD, what year Augie. is it? <laughs> Augie, what year is it? I don't know who currently smokes weed on the roster. Everybody else. <laughs> I, oh, oh, Heath Slater. Heath Slater definitely tokes. Absolutely. Yeah, he does. You're right about that, Dad. <laughs> he certainly tokes that marijuana cigarette. <laughs> he he he, to, he tokes that Mary J. And that's and that's uh, Bodalis's excuse to keep eating because he quote unquote has the munchies. <laughs> <laughs> Did we uh did we get all of our picks? Yes, odds. Uh guess what? There are no odds. Moving on. Wonderful. It just <laughs> got announced, so. Fucking no odds. That's going to uh, be like plus whatever. The top max for AJ. Probably. Uh for the last time maybe Divas title match. Next we might get the women's title back. Your champion Charlotte, Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks. We start with Widen. Oh fuck. Just for posterity. Oh. I think we should end don't. with Tope if we haven't already. And yeah, we, we are with Tope. Yeah, I don't want to start this, but like I said, with everything about about Bailey debuting after Mania, who does she have the most history with? That's right. And this is just how the points laid. I have Sasha Banks for five points. <sighs> Baby, yeah. <clears throat> that was Tope jacking off again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot uh, to put put that on mute. Uh, she's been protected this whole time. She's obviously the best one. Uh, this should be a coronation. I have Sasha Banks for five. Oh yeah, Rich. baby. I am in concert with you, gentlemen. Yeah, Augie. Um, I also picked Sasha Banks, but I only put one point on it. Okay. And the reason being is because I don't give a fuck. I want to enjoy the shit out of this match. I have a feeling this is going to steal the show. I hope it steals the show. And if Sasha, for some reason, doesn't win and Becky wins, I'll be fine with that. If Charlotte wins and it's a good match, I'll be fine with that. So it's like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me put one point on it so I don't give a shit and I can just enjoy the shit out of the match. Fair That's point. why I put one point on it. Fair point. Uh, Tope. What is love, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Baby, don't Baby, hurt don't me. Hurt me. <laughs> Let's go, girls. Honestly, the thing that worried me about this match, because I didn't know the rumor about them bringing the women's title back, so I had my pick. Like I was like, okay, it's it's easy. But it's been Charlotte this entire time bringing up, like, oh, we should bring back the women's title, bring it up, bring it back. I would love to be it. And I feel like, you know, bring it back to change. I don't know. So I didn't go with my heart. I went with my dick. 
and my foot. Sasha for one. <laughs> yeah. Sasha for one. And my foot. You said one. All right. Yeah. Because, you know. I mean, all that said, Becky Lynch is going to have a great match. Of course. <laughs> yes. She's going to have such a great match. She's a wonderful match. Um, the thing I want to also say about this is that Flair has like already kind of spoiled it as well on his podcast, apparently. that He's been saying for months that Charlotte was going to hold the title until Mania. <laughs> So, <laughs> so I don't know if that like means that like she's automatically going to lose it or like you know that's all they have to know at that point. But um, uh, yeah, I look forward to him taking like three bumps in this match probably. Did all right, betting, did betting you odds. hear how uh, he bladed recently for thirty for thirty? Yeah, <laughs> he gigged himself for a documentary. They were talking about like oh so how does how does that happen? And I'm sure he's just like well let me show you. No, he didn't say anything. He just had a razor taped to his. Wrist and just cut himself <laughs> on the camera. Didn't say a that word. Poor production crew probably lost their shit and their lunch. Yeah. Jesus Christ. All right. So the betting odds. These are actually these are actually really really close betting odds. Uh, Becky Lynch comes in at plus five hundred. Okay. Charlotte comes in at plus one forty. Sasha Banks minus three hundred. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I imagine, uh, Rich, when. Uh, Flair gigged himself and it sprays on the cameraman. It's like that old porn blooper of the cameraman accidentally getting jizzed on. <laughs> Let's listen when porn it up. Which reminds me, hey, Win, can you give me three porn titles about Ric Flair? <laughs> <laughs> Can you hold off? I'm about to kiss my wife and tell her hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. That's, that's, like, that's one. That's one. <laughs> oh, you motherfuckers. Uh, uh, let's, let's see. Uh, uh, 16 times coming and counting. Um, uh, uh, um, uh, let's see. Uh, 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 uh Rick rolling all over that ass, um, and and uh, and fl- flair for greatness of sex. Sixteen times coming and counting sixteen. <laughs> the sixteenth installment of sixteen times. Oh, wonderful! All right, go go say hi. Oldest ride, longest dick. <laughs> uh, flair for the gold in your ass. I'm gonna do it every time. Uh, no holds dick barred. Flares. Dick flares, uh, like 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 a like a flare, like you shoot with a gun. Thanks. <laughs> uh, no holds barred, street fight, whatever they're calling it. Brock Lesnar versus Dean Ambrose. This yeah. one is me. Uh, I'm worried the Wyatt family is still going to get involved. I'm I'm worried about run-ins. I'm worried in general about this match. <laughs> I'm just worried. That they're going to do stupidness. Like, why would they introduce a chainsaw if they're not going to, like, even tease doing it? Um, What's the stipulation of the match? It's no holds barred, so it's just a street fight. So anything goes. But the, the, the story has been, like, Foley came back and gave, like, Dean Ambrose, like, a barbed wire baseball bat. Terry Funk came back and gave Dean Ambrose, like, a chainsaw. So he's, like, accumulating weapons to, like, use on Brock and... Um... As much as I would like to think that they see Dean Ambrose in this 
regard. I don't think they do. Uh, so I have Brock for four. But I would not be surprised. After the third Dirty Deeds, I'll be nervous. Rich? Whatever, man. I, I'm not explaining this. Dean Ambrose for four. <laughs> you have a certain point. When you're against everybody, you have to explain stuff. Man of his word. <laughs> you silly bitch. Augie. Uh, Brock for six because he's bigger. <laughs> there is that biting commentary. Tope. I'll explain it. You brought this. I don't even care if I'm wrong. You bring this motherfucker in on a part time basis. Hasn't been pinned in goddamn three years. Put someone over. Anyone. <laughs> Anyone, fuck it, Dean Ambrose for four. Wow. I but, just, I just, it, fuck, it's Ambrose? not going to be a name. Yes, fuck it, make someone mean something. That's fine, I, but why, why build it up for three years for, no offense to Ambrose, but why Ambrose? Why not, why not let Roman finally get over? Why not, uh, Hoover, Whose side are you on? Whose side are you on? No, I, I get the, I get it. A, a guy who you have literally teased to be world champion twice in the last year, put some stock in that motherfucker. And it's it's been on my mind because of the Wyatt and Lesnar switch. It's like, why would they really make that switch? A, Ambrose is hotter. And B, maybe they see him being hot enough to get that rub in that way that Wyatt wouldn't get. But I just, the way the story's been built, the story's built on him like not staying down and like not you know not caring that it's Brock Lesnar i think that he is going to be fine and going to get more of a rub even in defeat even even if afterwards even if they do like a taker jeff hardy thing where lesnar fucking kills him and for the first time in what since he's been back lesnar like picks ambrose up and like shakes his hand or like gives him a pat on the on the side or something that might be even more than pinning him so that he can do what? Beat Bray Wyatt again and oh, again. <laughs> that is seriously one of I if I'm ever feeling bad, I just think beat me again. <laughs> yeah. Uh I, I just I, I I agree with you. I'm just thinking I'm just thinking like that, man. That's all I'm thinking. Like, well No, you're 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 right. <laughs> do let's do we know do we know how much longer uh, Brock is like signed for, or what he's, he's obligated two, to? He's got two more years. Really? Yeah. Remember last year he signed a three-year deal last year, so it's the end of his first year. Damn. So that's the other thing. It's like I know it'd be a really long road to hoe, but why? Why not wait and get the most out of him being this unbeatable beast until damn near the end of it? Yet two years left. You know, not that he's going to be less special, but it will hurt. Think about how much he didn't mean when he lost to Triple H and Cena two out of three to start. You know, keep it going. Well, win, break the tie. Okay. Uh, I will tell you, since I'm the last person making my pick, the betting odds, uh, very close. Dean Ambrose is at plus 110. Brock Lesnar is at minus 150. Fuck. Uh, yeah, it, it is very close. The... Uh, the two things that I will bring up. One, Brock was on ESPN. 
and he kind of told stories about, you know, him with his drinking problems and drug problems and things like that. So, so that kind of puts people on his side a little bit too. Which Ambrose calls those Thursday. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) Two, Heyman, ever since Brock beat Taker, uh, Heyman has been hyping so much about, you think you can beat the one in 20-whatever and one. I think WWE is scared that if Brock loses at WrestleMania, then people are going to make the stupid connection that the person who beats Brock at WrestleMania can also beat the undertaker, which that's a fair assumption. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's kind of like one of those things like, Oh, this team beat that team and that team beat this team. So that team can beat that team. It does. It doesn't make any sense, but I think WWE is scared that people are going to think that again, just how the points lied, just how they came up. But I have Brock Lesnar for six points. But could Brock beat the 96-97 Bulls? <laughs> <laughs> that was my, that was that was my like one of my favorite bracket names. Yeah, it was mine too. Um, um, just I'm just to kind of tease what we're gonna do a little bit later. I'm interested to see who you have within the Hell in the Cell match. Well, that's what we're doing right now. Oh, how interesting. Because, I mean, and it could close the show. If they're smart, this closes the show. If you're mm-hmm. listening to me, close the show with this. Because no matter what, people will be happy. Mm, we'll think about it. <laughs> By the way, the Triple H asking this. Triple H is like, please, every time I'm in the main event, it doesn't work. Please. Probably not, though. Hell in a Cell, The Undertaker versus Shane McMahon. I think I read somebody say that uh, six months ago, you could have given them a thousand guesses as to who The Undertaker would have wrestled at WrestleMania, and this would not have been one of them. Shane wins, he gets control of WWE, and The Undertaker is never allowed to wrestle at WrestleMania again. We start with Rich. Taker for eight. <laughs> but but Rich, it's 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 after WrestleMania thirty, Rich. <laughs> it's it's still sh- Shane McMahon. Like so he was it took three of fives for him to get beat by Brock Lesnar. <clears throat> he handled Bray Wyatt pretty well last year on his own. And throughout the rest of this year. <laughs> For the remainder of the year, yes. Yeah. Moving forth in perpetuity. <laughs> Shane McMahon has just been a regular old businessman for the last, what, six, seven, eight, nine, yep. ten years? Yep. But but he's crazy. He'll do anything. He doesn't quit, man. No. 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 But they might do the brand extension. They might split the brands again. Mm, no. Maybe no, Tinker's no, done. No. No. Mm, no. I mean, sh- maybe should be. What, but no. Wait, no, wait, no, I, no. I, I, I feel bad enough. I don't feel good enough to stand up to do internet stupid. But there are legitimately people that think that Tinker's going to murder Shane McMahon. And then Vince is going to do something. And Tinker's going to lay down and put Shane McMahon on top of him. There are people convinced that is happening. Yeah, no. No. <clears throat> I've also heard things about 
like Shane bringing out Ballard Club and being yep. like, this is the new fucking scary guy and using them to beat him as well. No. And Shawn Michaels and Steve Austin and The Rock and Mick Foley and, and Hulk Hogan and Chris Benoit and Umaga. I don't know why Umaga's worse than Benoit, but everybody interfering in this match. So you have to take it for eight. <laughs> Augie. Um, yeah, take her for eight because what? <laughs> like... I haven't watched, obviously, at all. Where the fuck did Shane come from? And he's supposed to... I mean, I know that the streak is over, but... I, I don't I don't get this at all. Like, I mean, I obviously haven't been watching. I don't know if they've done a good job with it or not, but... This just it's, makes... It makes no sense to me when I saw that. I it's been like, something, and when he gets back on the call, maybe Retrospective Rich can go into it. Uh, yeah, actually, that'd be awesome. I would love that. Yeah, uh, Tope. <sighs> this one fucking sucks. <laughs> I really want to pick Shane. So do I, man. It's just like, it's a gut fucking feeling. You know what? I don't give a fuck. I, I don't give a fuck. I, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to say it three times. If, if Shane loses, then you don't you don't care. Then they don't give a fuck. So fuck it. Shane for six. <laughs> I don't care. Oh, let's go, baby. Have do something. And again, I don't oh, care if I get man. last. Because if I get last, I'm good. I got last on a shitty WrestleMania. I'll take it in. <laughs> last in a shitty Shit. WrestleMania. Then we in first in a good one. I reversed that. That made no sense. Maybe. That's, maybe like, I'll... Shane, that's like Shane's promo about swinging and missing. <laughs> Maybe I can end up in first after all. Uh, It's it's mathematically impossible, but you'll be close. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can end with, if you get first in both, you'd be in 39 points. If Tope gets last, you'd be in four. You could still technically get second, Augie. Yeah. Just fucking do something, man. this This is your chance. This is probably their last chance. (laughs) <laughs> and, I, and I'm I legitimately this there has not been a more sh- like to internet fans or anyone else more shock and return in how long true uh, fucking the, well then probably Brock but we still knew Brock was coming yeah even the fucking rock posted on his fucking Facebook when like five hours before he returned like I'll almost say since like Cena at the rumble yeah probably so so the stipulation is that if Shane wins, he's in charge of Raw, and if Taker wins, Vince, Vince keeps control of Raw. Yeah, but by Raw they mean like basically all of WWE. And there's been a lot of rumors that they're looking at a brand extension again. USA's come up with new logos for Raw and SmackDown to try and differentiate the two because they're both on USA. Rumor has it that Shane is actually possibly coming back for more than just this you know whatever it may be because there is backstage politics and drama between whatever happened with him and triple h and stephanie and all that so pieces are in place it's just a matter of how much you really take with it and what's the storyline behind why taker gives a flying fuck to defend a show that he hasn't been on in over a year 
That's a great question they still have not answered. <laughs> okay. <laughs> except, except, except it's about his legacy in WrestleMania. Actually, if Retrospective Rich is finally back, if he wants to tackle this briefly. Uh, sure thing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Um, so this is... So it started, what, five, six weeks ago? Uh, night after Fastlane. Night yeah. after Fastlane. They are um, going to give away uh, the Vincent Genity McMahon Award. Uh, award that we haven't seen before. And we will never see again. <laughs> uh, for business excellence. Or some bullshit. Doesn't matter. Uh, Vince McMahon comes out. Introduces Stephanie McMahon as the winner. But hold on. Here comes what? The money. Shane McMahon <laughs> makes his illustrious raw return in a fly-ass pair of Jordans. <laughs> and some chubby cheeks. Uh comes out there's a lot of innuendo talking about wills and locked boxes and lock box a locked box um still waiting for that al gore running um <laughs> and shane says he wants to uh, control raw specifically raw no interest in smackdown no interest in ecw <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> and so uh, Vince says sure um, but you gotta have a match you gotta win it against The Undertaker Shane probably didn't know The Undertaker was still wrestling <clears throat> said sure with no hesitation <laughs> next week on Raw and and it was also made Hell in a Cell. Oh, that's right. It's also made a Hell in a Cell, to which Shane McMahon did not flinch. Because it's like, whatevs. <laughs> Next week, uh, Undertaker came out. And like, hey, this ain't on me. I'm chilling. <laughs> and I'll be killing. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best Undertaker promo in 12 years <laughs> uh, Vince comes out <clears throat> Says you're my instrument Of destruction Talks about how he's his bitch He may have not said it then But he's implied it ever since um, Undertaker Does not say why he agrees to it but all he does is tell Vince McMahon, I will murder your son. <laughs> yeah. Week after that, Shane McMahon comes out in Chicago. Vince McMahon fakes everyone out by hitting the gongs. The dongs. It's not a gong. A gong is more like a whoosh. His is like the bell tolling. Anyway, faked everybody out. I was there. I was faked out. 
comes out with a little with a little picture of uh, a little baby Shane McMahon in Vince's arms. Drops it, steps on it. He has it digitally on the cloud. He didn't need it. <laughs> Space saver, you know. Um, <clears throat> security comes out and tries to get Shane. We see those tasty Shane O'Mac strikes. <laughs> Again, some guys for like fucking freelance pro wrestling. God, the next week. (laughs) Vince McMahon comes out. He's like, hey. There's no reason for Undertaker to be in this match. Why would he even care to? One, because I said so. I'm his boss. And that logic has worked for the last 25, 30, 40 years in wrestling. (laughs) And two, if he doesn't win, he's fired. Because if he doesn't win, Shane McMahon will control Raw. And I won't have the power to fire anybody? <laughs> well, it's not that he's fired. He's, he's, this WrestleMania will be his last. This re- so he'll be banned from WrestleMania. Right. So he'll be able to work the NXT TakeOver show. And anything else. And anything else. But he'll be banned from WrestleMania. What a great idea. And a week after that, Shane McMahon, Undertaker, face to face for the first time. Shane McMahon grazes the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> I, they did meet up at one point when Taker chokeslam Shane after Vince like pushed him or some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It all doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the main selling points of WrestleMania is seeing Shane McMahon fly Fall and off. drive Taker through. Well, that but <laughs> die is the main selling point. But More him doing. Or less. Him doing his leap, and they gave it away on Raw this week. Exactly, because they had to, because there's not going to be a surface or uh, a height that reasonable for him to jump off of. But it's probably going to happen anyway. Well, glad you came back, Shane. Um, And Daniel Bryan will be backstage to welcome you to the club. (laughs) <laughs> By the way, uh, Rich, you were off, I think you were off when Tope took Shane for six. Can 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 I change Whoa! that? Can I change that? <laughs> I've thought I've thought of that. Like I didn't know any of this. Can I please change to Undertaker? You originally had Undertaker and you changed it on the fly, right? Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> I, I I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> I guess. I'll keep you on. It's it's over for me. And Rich is gone again. <laughs> No, I know you originally had Taker, and you just changed it. So technically, you weren't even allowed to do that because picks had already been made. Yeah, I know. I just uh, heart versus foot, you know. <laughs> I've replaced penis with foot. Yeah, it's you know, it's your life. Win your pick. 
Oh, is it my pick now? Yeah, sorry. I had to wake you up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You still have to pick, make your pick, Mullet, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I mean, I like every one of you have just said in the past 100 minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's. It would be great. Like, like the one thing that that was just so conflicting is that under is that the last Raw in Brooklyn, Undertaker comes out and he says, "This isn't my last WrestleMania." And every, Everybody cheers. And then Shane comes out and he says, uh, I'm going to win and I'm going to change WWE. And everybody cheers. People, you can't have it both ways. Either you want Shane McMahon running WWE or you want The Undertaker to not die. So <laughs> so you got to pick a side, motherfuckers. Yeah, yep. So... so Tope, what was the question you asked me earlier? It, it would be interesting to see what I had for this match. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I will tell you that my theory still stands up because for three points, I have The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, I said it when Tope was doing his thing earlier. I just have this feeling that we're going to look back in 10 years and be like, who did The Undertaker lose to WrestleMania? Oh, yeah, Brock Lesnar. And Shane McMahon? <laughs> it's, apparently, they're really close. Taker would have no problem. I, I mean, he doesn't have a choice. If they tell him to lose, he, we, it's been proven. He, he'll do it. But at the end of the day, I just can't like actually put pen to paper and do it. But I will not be shocked when it happens. I have Taker for two. And that's coming from the person that refused to take Taker for the most points, like, every single year. So, I I look forward to at least four stupid-ass bumps. And I don't know who's going to be taking them, but that's that. And that'll do it for WrestleMania Pick'ems this year. Uh, (laughs) Thank you, as always, for listening to Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast. That's David. Part of me really wishes I can keep that up. Uh, yeah, no, the WWE title match. Triple H versus Roman Reigns. Oh, real quick, do you want your odds? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of important for that match. Yeah, so Undertaker is at minus 130. Shane Oof. McMahon is at minus 110. Oh, wow. Yeah, that I do not feel comfortable about that at all. Well, that'll be it for this episode of Bob's Long Podcast. Hey, Shane McMahon was on SportsCenter also. Yep. Uh, Somebody pointed out that uh, Undertaker versus Shane McMahon will be an older match than Roddy Piper versus Hulk Hogan in 1997. (laughs) And I was like, wow. Wow. People shat all over that in 1997. And everyone's all excited about this. Um... WWE title, Triple H, Roman Reigns. We start... Oh, is it me? Uh, no, it's... Rich started that last round, so it would be Augie. Augie. Hey, Augie. Uh, I have five points on Roman Reigns because this is 
This is what we've been waiting for, right? <laughs> you couldn't have picked a better tone. <laughs> oh, God. Tope. <laughs> this is a two-year feud and a culmination of a two-year feud. A slow burn two-year feud. And it's so... It might not close the show. <laughs> this is legitimately one of, like, story-wise, one of the best-built, like, time matches maybe ever. A legitimate two-year feud. And it still sucks. They had to take Roman Reigns off the road for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> he broke a television over Triple H's back. Nobody cared. <laughs> Uh, give me a fucking bottle of Jack and fucking Roman for eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Win. Uh, one thing is okay. A, they've already said this on Raw that this match is the main event, so there's no way this match is not. In- we'll see. But but I can I can see. Spoiler alert, I have Roman for seven. Okay. Okay. Did you get that? Yep. Yes. Okay. I can see him winning and then Triple H saying, you know what? And then somebody comes out. I don't think they'll do that because of how shocking WrestleMania ended last year. But they have to have something up their sleeve because if this is going to be the last match, which I'm pretty sure it's going to be, Roman Reigns holding the title over his head is gonna make is gonna make the whole city of Dallas boo. WWE like, no- what? I was say it's gonna be like a Cowboys game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they they have something up their sleeve. I don't know what it is, but they gotta have something. You're right. When you know what they have up their sleeve, Roman Reigns is WWE champion, baby. Get hyped! Coming! Woo! Finally! Woo! Ow! <laughs> it hurts. I'm kidding. Who, who? Does anybody have the briefcase though, or no? Money in the bank? No. 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 Sheamus did. Nope. No, we don't have that as an excuse this year, man. Uh, we still have the original briefcase. Shut <laughs> 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 uh, People have been talking about double turns, and Triple H has been acting like a baby face, and. What if the 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 result of Shane and Taker plays into this match and Shane turns on Roman Reigns and blah 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 blah. None of it matters. Thank you. <laughs> and like I said earlier, hey, if my highest point holder is actually cursed, well, might as well make it up something I don't want to have happen. <laughs> Roman Reigns for eight. Ooh. Rich? Yeah. You know, a few ep- like a few weeks back on an episode, I was talking about, hey, this is great that they're so, they're so uh, shorthanded right now because they actually have to do all the crazy shit that we talk about. It would be cool if they had to do it or if they would do it. And they do do it, and half the time it's pretty cool. The other half... It doesn't really work because we don't know what we're talking about. 
<clears throat> um, the past two WrestleManias have ended spectacularly. Big things have happened and had moments. That's generally not what happens at WrestleMania, especially the ending. And and they're due. They're due. Uh, so none of that shit's ever going to happen. Roman Reigns for six. And there's just going to be life. So live in it. And now this is where I reveal the betting odds. Oh, in which Lord. I tell you. In all, in all of the one-on-one matchups here in WrestleMania, which is not a lot. These ones have the biggest odds. Triple H is coming in at plus 400. Roman Reigns is coming in at a whopping minus 700. Stars. (laughs) (laughs) Which means I will be putting 100 bucks on Triple H to win. (laughs) You dumbass. (laughs) Oh, yeah, wait a minute. Roman. Oh, we're good, guys. Wouldn't pick Roman for seven. We're good. Cool. Because there was that tweet that he had that was like, you know, like talking about like how in shape he is. He's like, I'm not in this shape just to, you know, oh, yeah. just to, you know, lose the belt or whatever. And of course he's going to say that because, you know, story or whatever. But what if he was telling the truth, man? What if, what if he's like, you know, I got one more run in me. I can last a SummerSlam. Honestly, that's the story I'm more interested in is he is Triple H staying champion until Seth Rollins comes back. That's the story that has more fucking depth to me than the one that they've been telling for like Tope said two years. Yep. But think he, about it. I, I, I mean, imagine I'm standing up, but last month he beat Dean Ambrose this month. He breathes Roman Reigns the next night on raw triple H is talking and he's like, you know what? I've taken out, I've taken out old. I've taken on you. There's not one person that I haven't beat down the ramp in a suit. Seth Rollins. That's the realest one you're ever going to get. <laughs> yeah. I don't even have a fucking joke there. I mean, I I still want to see Lesnar and Seth Rollins again. Yeah, no, I mean, th- oh, there's plenty of fun things that they can do. There's, there's plenty of fun that's going to happen in the next year. Everyone's going to be back. Everyone's going to be healthy, you know. And the next night on Raw... Roman Reigns could come out and celebrate, and John Cena could come out and turn heel on him. I didn't stand up for that. <laughs> because it's not going to happen. There's plenty of fun things that are going to happen. But at the end of the day, Roman Reigns is going to be the WWE Champion for the third time when it should have been at least the first time here. And nobody is going to... I didn't think Roman's family is not even coming this year. <laughs> Alpha and Seeger are going to sit at home, eat 17 pounds of jelly beans. And I, I don't mean he has two dads. I, mean, I don't know why I put them together. But it's just, it's going to fucking suck. And it's not even Roman Reigns' fault 100%. He's like, what, what percentage of a fault is Roman Reigns at? 65? I was going to say 60. <laughs> Yeah, it's like 53%. It's yes, just... 57. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's just... He's not the guy. And... 
unfortunately, he's going to be pushed as a guy. He's not who he thought he was. <laughs> and they're not letting him off the hook. I said, you are crowding, crowding their ass. <laughs> crowding his ass. Up next will be quarterback Matt Leiner. Um Yeah. And that's how the weekend's going to end. <laughs> we, we just had two hours of fun. And that's how it's going to end. In other news, Brandon LaFell is now a Bengal. <laughs> Jeez. Film at 11. Um, it's already like 30. We're late to the film. Uh, well, something we do do fun every year, just so we don't forget it. It's the last thing on my list. If he happens to get out of his Lucha Underground contract and make an appearance, what would Rey Mysterio be dressed as at this year's WrestleMania? <laughs> That's not just, just from The Revenant. Uh, God damn it, you took mine batman and superman i guess yeah like a half and half yeah so yep. gonna be dressed as uh jesse eisenberg <laughs> <laughs> uh who do i got uh god what happened in movies last year i don't even remember oh he's gonna be bb8 oh he is bb8 yeah uh, Rey Mysterio is going to come out dressed as a Catholic priest. I was going to say that. <laughs> I took the high road. <laughs> he's going to come dressed up as a Confederate because he's like, oh, isn't Civil War coming out this summer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like our truce Confederate outfit? Yeah. He's going to come out dressed as Zack Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All righty. Well, it's been our six-year anniversary show, WrestleMania Pick'ems, NXT Pick'ems. We'll see what happens this weekend. But for now, that's going to do it for this episode of Pod Swoggle, wrestling podcast entertainment. We thank you guys so very much, listeners new and old, for listening. Uh, it's been a great six years. we got a, hopefully another great six years coming up. Despite the fact that Roman Reigns will be WWE champion. As always, check us out on arcadeaudio.net along with the, all the other podcasts in our network of shows. All those podcasts, along with Podsoggle, are available on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Please leave us a review. Leave us five stars. It helps us out so very much. Get your podcast automatically every single Thursday. And if you write us a review, Rich will read it on the show. Also send us an email, podswoggle at gmail.com. I know we got an email from our old friend, John from Scotland. We'll read that on uh, an upcoming episode because we're running super long. Um, follow us on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, where you can catch uh, past Podswoggle title tournaments, as well as March Madness, hopefully coming on there very, very soon, if you weren't able to watch it this past Saturday. And on Twitter, at Podswoggle, we'll be live-tweeting WrestleMania, fifth year anniversary of our Twitter this Sunday. That'll be fun. Um, and, of course, on Twitch as well for future Podswoggle title tournaments. And I think that is it. And if that is it, then I will go to Augie for final thoughts. Uh, honestly, my sincerest apologies, um, to all the fans and I mean, well, you guys as well, cause you guys know I've been MIA, like, and uh, not Miami, I've been missing a lot and, uh, and it really sucks cause I do miss this. Um, but 
just for those that don't know, that roller hockey league that I'm always talking about that I'm playing in or this and that, well, I upped and bought it. So fuck it. It's mine now. Um, the very fate of Miami roller hockey lies in Augie's hands. Yes. Very much so. So, um, yeah, feel free to uh, – you can email Miami roller hockey if, uh, at gmail.com if you want. Advertising. We can advertise on the boards. We're taking sponsors. There is a spot for the Pod Swoggle and Arcade Audio, so we're going to get ads for that on the boards. I know it's not a huge deal, but it's right by a bus stop that a lot of my people go to, so fuck it. Maybe they'll download the podcast while they're on a bus stop. Um, and also, the hockey rink actually does need a lot of repairs, so I've started a GoFundMe account, GoFundMe.com slash hockey rink. So if you guys would like to donate anything, a dollar, five dollars, five cents, whatever the fuck it is, all proceeds obviously go to fix the rink. Um, but I, yeah, I'm going to make a – I'm going to try to schedule – my time around a little bit better so i can be on more shows max i'm really sorry guys i've been missing a lot all right you're doing a damn good you're doing a damn good thing and uh, hopefully for when the rink opens up i'm gonna get the goon there for you oh okay <laughs> deal I, I... So, uh, also Aggie, uh, i don't know if you knew this or not but uh, your game next tuesday if you guys don't win your game Shane McMahon games control of New Roller Hockey League. <laughs> Wait, final thoughts. All right. One, two, three. WrestleMania. It's a mania. That's why there's a mania at the end of it. See you this Sunday, fuckers. Hell yeah. Rich, final thoughts. Uh, so about a few months ago, I was getting really uh, dismayed and, and kind of uh, just uh, 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 What's the word I'm looking for? Disillusioned with my pickums. Also, around four months ago, um, I met uh, a certain someone who also happened to be a wrestling fan. So, for the past four months, I hope you guys feel really good about making fun of my pickums because Katie Soros has been doing all of my pickums. Well, I like what? Stop! Do not do that ever again. That was the worst moment in the show's history. (laughs) For those, for those of you fans who thought our production value would only get better in six years, (laughs) you, we don't sell out. We stay humble. We bought in to Radio Shack stock. (laughs) Tope, final thoughts. Uh, apologies. Hold on, sorry, sorry. What? Tope, on the final podcast before WrestleMania 32. Or star, or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> your final thoughts. Apologies to Sasha Banks. And WrestleMania is gonna be. It'll be alright. It'll be alright. It's gonna be alright. Everyone's gonna die. Everyone's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be. It's going to be an all right. You so shit. <laughs> you thought they had injury problems. Just wait till they bury 40 people. <laughs> I don't mean what you think burying means. Pictures, I picture Tope as like a general marching his army into a massacre. He's like, it's, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. We're all dead. Yeah, everyone's dead. <sighs> for Tope, for Rich, for Widden, for Augie, for Katie's picks, apparently. <laughs> This is Mullet. I made it. Signing off for this episode of Podswallow, wrestling podcast entertainment. We are swogging off. Topi, you got like four songs to sing. Hit it. Four songs? I only know one of them. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, you failed. Sing the one you know. Come to my house, baby, take control now. We can't even slow down. We don't have to go. <laughs> Welcome to my house. Play that music too loud. Show me what to do now. We don't have to go out. Welcome that- to my house. Welcome to my house. It's my house, y'all. <laughs> God damn. I'm sorry, Virgil. That was. <laughs> that's a that fucking. Was, that, that was from Flo Rider. Flo Rider. Flo Rider. Flo Rider. Now sing Sympathy by the Devil by Motorhead. <laughs> oh, come on. I can't do that to Mr. King. Do, <laughs> do the best Lemmy impression you can do right now. Holy shit, I just shit my pants. <laughs> audio quality what's this shit now it did kind of that was my impression <laughs> it was actually the better than i was expecting i will motorhead and i'm gonna kick your ass that's the best impression you've ever done <laughs> son of a bitch open up the champagne pop it's my house come on Hear a knock on the door and the night begins Cause we've done this before so you come on in Make yourself at my home, tell me where you been Pour yourself something cold, baby, cheers to this Sometimes you gotta stay in And you know where I live Yeah, you know what we is Sometimes you gotta stay in Welcome to my house, baby. Take control now. We can't even slow down. We don't have to go. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.